It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's already started. Players declaring for the draft, entering the portal, staying in school. We'll talk about all that right here on Locked On NFL Draft. Let's go. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. Welcome into Lockdown NFL Draft. It is the three of us, as has been for a while. It is former NFL, AFL defensive back Eric Crocker. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker. And I would advise you to do that, especially when Eric Crocker goes to the Pac-12 championship game that's in Las Vegas um, and has a few hours to kill. Follow Ryan Tracy at Ryan Tracy NFL, Ryan Tracy at Rogue Analytics, NFL33.com. And don't follow him on Twitter right now because he won't see your follow um, because it was a rough day. And I am John Harris, football analyst, sideline reporter for the Houston Texans. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough three years, to be honest. Um, but it's not been a rough year at footballtakeover.com. That's also my draft site. And, gentlemen, that is where we begin this evening because it has started. We get to that time um, in the football schedule where college players have to start making decisions. Now, I don't know you guys, like me, at the age of 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever the case might be, we made pristine, 100% absolute right decisions all the time. So we are ones to pass judgment. Not really. I'm joking because <laughs> we were all idiots, I'm sure, and made all dumb decisions at times. But we probably made some good ones as well. I don't know if this is a good one or a bad one, so I'm just going to lob it up, and we're going to talk about it because we talked about this guy a while. Ryan Tracy, I'm going to start with you. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson is three and done at Florida. He has declared for the 2023 NFL draft. Your gut reaction to that news? He's not quite cooked yet. I would have liked to see him transfer rather than come out, to tell you the truth. I think maybe exposure to another system, another coordinator, might have helped him round out because still he's still – in my opinion, more of a, a better athlete than he is a quarterback at this point in his development. So I find it hard to develop really quickly as a rookie in that kind of situation. So I, I think it's a mistake myself. Eric Crocker, your gut reaction to Anthony Richardson. After much prayer consideration, speaking with my family, I've decided to forego the upcoming bowl game and my remaining years of college eligibility to enter the 2023 NFL draft. As I take my next step in the journey, I'll always be a Gator and strive to make Gator Nation proud. Go Gators. There, apparently, he did not want to transfer. He is from Gainesville, so I would imagine Florida tugged his heartstrings. But not enough to keep him there. Eric, your thoughts about Anthony Richardson going to the NFL draft? Immense amount of talent, but in my opinion, very inconsistent as a passer. Now, we have seen guys pick up steam as the offseason workouts start. You know, you got the pro day workouts, you got the combine, and one thing about him, bazooka of an arm, easy, I mean, plus, plus, plus athleticism, 
if he can look good in front of scouts and that's all it takes is somebody to see something that they can say, you know what, we can refine this, we can refine that, we can get him to be a little bit more consistent from that standpoint, then I think he would be making the right decision for him. I would say I probably would not make the decision that he made. I like what, that you brought up uh, potentially transferring, but tough thing with Florida, I mean, they always have a lot of talent. They always have a lot of guys that can run. They have running backs uh, there, a plethora of guys. Uh, John, you get to see one of them run right now for the Florida, uh, the Florida Gators, <laughs> for the Houston Texans. Yep. There also is a guy right now at the uh, for the Florida Gators in ETN. You know, younger, yep. younger ETN. There, he's running well. So mm-hmm. they always have a lot of weapons, guys to throw the ball to. But if he feels like you know this is the best thing for him, it's 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 tough. I'm curious to see how what draft grade he got and how he felt about that and maybe if that was just a deciding factor that hey man i got great information on where i potentially would be going yeah no question he he leaves after three years and i think he might be the most polarizing quarterback prospect that we've had in a while because you balance the immense traits size arm all the things you love and drool over versus that doesn't always match what we see on the field so, man, how do we put that together? And uh, invariably, the name that will be invoked a lot, and it's the cop that I used, and that's Josh Allen. Unfortunately, Josh Allen's the outlier. Josh Allen's the one that did work. There have been plenty throughout the years where the big arm was there, the big athletic ability was there, but, man, it just didn't, it just didn't come together. And I'm worried about him having to step on the field right away. So I started thinking about this. As we were talking about Richardson, is he a first-round talent? I think he is. But is a team in the first round that needs a quarterback going to take that step to go draft him? And that's where I'm kind of like, man, I don't know. And you start going through these teams, and you like, where does Anthony Richardson fit? If you think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are both coming out, and they're one, two, in whatever order. I would think a lot of scouts would tell you and people would tell you, well, Will Levis is three. Levis is three. Henning Hooker's hurt, so you don't know. We'll talk about Michael Penix in the next segment. I would imagine Anthony Richardson's the next quarterback, I guess. But where ends up being the right fit? If you're looking at the draft right now, who needs a quarterback? Well, obviously it starts with Houston at the top. But Chicago's got theirs. Seattle is probably going to roll Geno Smith at number three, and I can't make a case for Anthony Richardson at three. Detroit, I mean, Jared Goff's playing about as well as he's ever played in his career. They got to get a quarterback, but right now, Goff's got it handled. Carolina, yeah, but at five, I can't see it. Then you go Philly, no. Jacksonville, no. Arizona, no. Now, here's one. Indianapolis. Indianapolis needs a quarterback, but I think they need a little bit more ready-made quarterback, but they keep going back to the old guy. Where do you think Anthony Richardson fits the best in this particular draft? Is there a team you look at and go, I think he could go this place? Ryan, you're not in your head. I think he's going to have a 60s to 80s range grade on my board. I don't think this team is going to care. And I think it's nearly plug-and-play insurance for what they're going through right now. At number 25, as it sits right now, just picture Anthony Richardson in Baltimore doing a lot of things that Lamar can do. Ooh. Wow. And and can throw it. He's got some deep threats. Eric, your thoughts about Anthony Richardson to Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, you, you were talking about guys 
in the top five or, you know, teams in the top five, top ten. I just don't see them going in that range. No, I don't you know? either. Listen, I, you know, I watched it. I covered the 49ers, and I watched them draft a guy by the name of Trey Lance. And there was a lot of rawness with Trey Lance coming out. And even then, he was nowhere near as raw of a passer as Anthony Richardson and as inconsistent of a passer as Anthony Richardson. So Trey Lance, who played one year at the FCS level, obviously he was a red shirt uh, freshman. And then, you know, you had the whole COVID thing, but he still completed almost 70% of his passes. He ran an NFL pro-style offense. He held it up. He turned his back to his defense. He still did all those things where you could see, okay, I see a scenario how this translates, and then you just want to see him continue to improve. Richardson is barely a 50% passer in college in uh, on a team that wants to throw the ball and wants to do those things and wants to use athleticism and has terrific weapons all over the place. And even then, he's still far too inconsistent as a passer. So I, I'd find it pretty hard for for someone to be like, you know what? Nah, this is a top 10 quarterback. Top yeah. 10 talent? Top 10 quarterback? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't. I, I agree with you, Eric. I don't think it's going to – any of those teams make sense. Point being, there are a lot of teams that have got their, their quarterback set, and I don't know if there are teams that are going to look at it and go, hey, we're going to take him and let him sit, especially with a, with a first-round draft pick. I mean – I don't think the Packers anticipated Jordan Love was going to sit. They just ended up in that situation because Aaron Rodgers ended up playing the best ball of his career uh, in 2020 and 2021. Baltimore is very, very interesting. I just want Anthony Richardson to go to a place that maximizes his talent and will give him some time to develop. But in the NFL, we know that time isn't always afforded to those rookie quarterbacks, and then they're thrown out there, and a lot of times they're not ready to go, and that ends up being a bad situation. Some guys end up surprising us, and so we'll end up seeing what that surprise is going to be. Now, a guy who could have been QB3, QB4, made a decision, and a few others have made a different decision. Do we agree, not agree with those? We'll discuss that next. But I got to talk to you about LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and, most importantly, for free. If you're running a small business, the word free is the best news. I get this product for free. I get this for free. Man, that's awesome. Well, how about finding employees to help you get better for free? Well, that's what LinkedIn Jobs does. You add your job to LinkedIn Jobs and let people know. Put the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. Then you get simple tools like screen questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can do things quickly. You quickly prioritize who you want to hire who you're going to interview and then hire. And it's why small business rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. 
the games that matter the most, the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts, insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Now, some other quarterbacks made different decisions. And one that I think for me was starting to really kind of rise. Now, I will admit that one of my good friends is a huge fan of Michael Penix Jr. That's Andre Ware. 1989 Heisman Trophy winner, good friend of mine, works on Texas broadcast with me, who I've been working with for nine years. He loves Penix. He did a couple of games with Michael Penix, did productions meetings with him. And every time we draft, we talked about drafting a quarterback with the Texans, he always brings up Michael Penix. Well, Penix posted a video about 10 o'clock Central Time on Sunday. He's going back four years, four season-ending injuries. He transferred to Washington, plays the whole year, and lit everybody up. Eric Crocker, Michael Penix going back to Washington. Right move, wrong move, curious move. Your thoughts and gut reaction to Michael Penix Jr. from Washington deciding to go back to school instead of entering the 2023 NFL draft. Clearly, he likes being in college. <laughs> you know, that's what it looks like. But, no, you know, I wish a lot of guys would make more of that type of decision where you want to make sure that you give yourself every opportunity to be drafted the highest you can into the right situation if possible. And he's doing that. I think as a passer, I feel like he's putting everything on tape that you would like to see from him. Is he going to be considered a top five, top 10 prospect this year if he were to come out? I don't think so. So maybe he looks at it as, you know what? I didn't get the draft grade that I like. So let me go back. Let me try to refine some things and work on the things that the NFL wants to see and give myself a better opportunity. Now, he'll be a year older. (laughs) <laughs> and that's not, you know, ideal. But for a quarterback position, man, those guys play for a really long time. And we've seen some quarterbacks come out recent years, be a little bit older. I mean, how old was Joe Burrow when he got drafted, right? So, you know, I like the decision to go back, make sure that he's doing the best thing for him and continue to refine his game. Anthony Richardson should probably take some notes. Ryan Tracy, your thoughts about Michael Penix Jr., the lefty, staying at school at Washington for another year with Kalen DeBoer? First and foremost, uh, go dogs. After that, uh, congratulations for making the right decision. In my mind, on my board, I, and my boards are always fun because Dennis Leary was even, or I'm sorry, Devin Leary was even on my board yeah. last preseason. He's right now the number two quarterback behind Caleb Williams. It's not, it's not that close. I think this is a smart decision. Now, obviously, there's a whole lot of time before now and then. But just like Croc said, you weren't going to be a top 10 pick. You weren't going to get into that top two conversation in this class. Maybe you don't even beat out Levis. Maybe you're four. Maybe you're six. Maybe you're somewhere in that range. I think this is a smart decision for him. I think it helps not only him. I think it helps the program at Washington. And I think it helps the Pac-12 overall. We know there's some big schools leaving. This leaves firepower on the table in the Pac-12. And I think that's good for everybody. Okay, let me throw this scenario at you. Because I love scenarios. Texans are sitting right now. My Texans. Number one overall pick, and I don't think we're going to be challenged, baby. I think we're going to end up with the number one pick. But it also means we're going to probably end up with the number one pick in the second round. So just go with me on this. Let's say Penix did declare. And you have Anthony Richardson and Michael Penix Jr. sitting there at pick number 33. And you with your pick number one, you go, I don't know, Will Anderson Jr. Pick number 13, Oh, I don't know. You decide to pass that quarterback again, and you go with uh, Quinton Johnson from TCU. I don't think he gets 13, but just go with it. So you go Anderson, you go, a- you go Anderson, then Addison, 
And Penix Jr. is sitting there. Anthony Richards is sitting there at number 33. Which pick would you make for the for the Houston Texans at that point? Ryan Tracy, go. Penix. It's not close for me. I'm I'm all about athleticism except for the one position where you have to be a passer first and an athlete second, in my opinion. Eric, you agree? I I agree. We're going with Penix there. Easy answer. Yeah, it would make that a clean sweep. I go Penix there as well. All right. When we get back, two receivers made I thought they would go different decisions for each of them. Talk about Kayshawn Booty and Jackson Smith and Jigba and what they decided to do with their careers and a couple of either-ors next right here on Locked On NFL Draft. But we talk about Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find a sneak peek of Block Forever. Block Forever is a brand-new podcast from former NFL All-Pro center Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes conversation about football to a different level. He sits down with star players, coaches, former pros across the league to get the real skinny about what happens on the field and inside the locker rooms during team meetings and back at the hotel. You'll hear Christian McCaffrey talk about his love-hate relationship with fantasy football and Juju Smith-Schuster give his most honest opinions on other players and positions in the league. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. Head over to Locked On NFL for a sneak peek of Block Forever or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcast. Available everywhere now. Audible. Get in the game. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, Jackson Smith and Jigba played about a half this year. Maybe. Hurt his ankle. We didn't see him again. Looked like it wasn't going to get fixed in time for the playoff, so he just decided, I'm out. I'm going to the NFL draft. On the flip side, LSU wide receiver Kayshawn Booty said, I'm coming back to LSU for 2023. Honestly, I thought it was going to go the other way. I thought JSN would want to prove he still had it, so he'd go back. I thought Booty would have enough of LSU and be ready to move on. I was a little surprised by the decision of each. I would have reversed it if you asked me to predict it. Eric, surprised about the receiver decision of two guys that we thought potentially could have been wide receiver one, Booty going back, JSN going to the NFL. Yeah, definitely surprising. I think I agree with you on the sentiment of Thought it would go the opposite way. You know, these are two guys that were projected to go in the top 10 to start this season. And it hasn't really worked out that way for two different reasons. You talked about Jackson Smith and Jigma had a ton of injuries. Now, the people that I have talked to, they've said, well, he didn't really have to play this year. And he still would be a top 10 receiver. I'm curious to see that, you know, when I'm watching him. Obviously, he lined up in the slot uh, more times than not. I thought he had a lot of favorable matchups. But you still saw him win vertically down the field. You saw him have strong hands and do those things. Uh, I'm curious to see exactly how fast he is. How does he run? I think that would definitely be something that either can help or hurt his draft stock. But overall, a lot of people feel like he's 100% a lock to be a first-round pick. So if I am Jackson Smith and Jigma, and I strongly believe, like, yeah, I'm going first round, and you get that first-round grade on you, then, 
Yeah, don't return, especially after dealing with the injuries that he's dealt with. Now, with Keyshawn Butte, definitely thought that he would be coming out, and he says, no, nah, I'm actually going to stay in college. And I'm curious to see what quarterback he plays with. Jaden Daniels is a guy who had played, what, four or five years now? So, or is Jaden Daniels going to be returning to LSU? Are they going to continue to kind of build that continuity? If so, then I can maybe see it. Or if they like the backup quarterback who came in and actually looked pretty good and was throwing the ball around, are they going to build on him with Brian Kelly there? So, uh, a lot of questions for LSU. He said he's not going anywhere. Uh, I do like the decision, though, to, you know, hey, man, like, let me improve my draft, draft stock. And like Penix, give yourself every opportunity to get drafted as high as you can. I think after the year Butte had, I don't think anybody really expected him to be a first-round pick. Yeah, Gary Nussbier, boy, he was slinging it the other day. He's got a cannon. I think that could help Booty going back to LSU. But, Ryan, what do you think about Boutte going back to LSU and JSN declaring for the draft? We've talked about this for a while. They were both in kind of the running for wide receiver one. It didn't happen this year for different reasons. Your thoughts about those decisions? I actually thought they'd both go back because you, you want to prove what you can do when you do have some adversity. Now, obviously, losing – you're going to lose CJ. Uh, obviously, Marvin's exposed himself as the receiver that he is going to become as well. So maybe Jason doesn't feel that he has anything left to prove. Uh, we got to remember, we go back. We were talking to, to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. The three of them sit in a room and they said, who's the best receiver? They both pointed at JSN. Yep. So maybe he feels between that and if he is concerned about long-term injury risk, Maybe that's why that decision's made. I'm a little surprised by it, but I think for Butte, I think that's a great decision. I think uh, obviously with the coaching change and the whole shift, now he can get with one of these quarterbacks that both have something for him, and I think that can rejuvenate his stock as well. All right, dudes, let's do a little either or speed round as we finish the show here, and I've, I got three of them. So here we go. One of them will be about the receiver we just talked about, one of the receivers. Here's the first one. Best overall prospect in the draft, non-quarterback. Now, some people might hear and go, these guys are the top two regardless. Who's, who's prospect number one, and we'll leave the quarterbacks out of this? Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr., Eric Crocker? Make your pick. Either or. I, I feel like right now when I watch them, Carter might be having a better season, but Will Anderson, I just – just the upside. You know, I can't take get out of, you know, the 2021 season and what I saw and how dominant he was. And I feel like this year, not saying he took the year off, but maybe a little bit more attention, whatever it was. He still has that elite upside, elite traits. And he's the guy who's going to be rushing off at the edge. So I'm going to go with Will Anderson. Ryan Tracy, Jalen Carter, who carries around LSU quarterbacks in his hip pocket with one arm, or Will Anderson Jr., which one? Is the top overall non-quarterback prospect. I have to agree with Eric, but for slightly different reasons, only because the volume of work and how high we've seen Anderson get to. I have a tendency to feel like this season has been a little bit of caution. Don't ruin your draft stock. Don't take a chance getting hurt. A little bit less aggression, in my opinion. Um, while as I still feel Carter may have the total better upside, positional respect aside, I, I do think Anderson's slightly ahead still. Reminds me of Miles Garrett, 2016. Miles was sort of self-preservation throughout the year. He turned out okay. He yeah. turned out all right. In fact, I had to watch him on Sunday. That wasn't fun. Okay. Sorry, Either or. You got to project a little bit with this one. Either 
You're an NFL team making a draft of an Ohio State wide receiver. Either Jackson Smith and Jigba in 2023 or Emeka Abuka in 2024. Ryan Tracy, you go first. If you're an NFL team, Jackson Smith and Jigba in 2023 or Emeka Abuka in 2024. You get immediate, well, maybe, immediate return or do you wait and you get more long-term return potentially better than Jackson Smith and Jigba. Make your pick. I question what happens when the quarterback changes and what Ibuka gets next season. So I don't know that it's necessarily going to be an upgrade. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, thank you for JSN at uh, number 28 or so or whatever right now. Um, but, <laughs> well, uh, man, you can't have them all. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Uh, but if I had to choose one of those, I, I'm probably leaning towards – somebody that doesn't have significant injury history, and I think they're going to see what happens. I think probably for most teams it's going to be Ibuka. Eric, Jackson Smith and Jigba in 2023 or Emeka Ibuka in 2024? I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment right now, so I'm going to have to disagree with Mr. Ryan Tracy, and I'm going to go with Jackson Smith and Jigba. And, you know, I know what I saw that first year. Again, you want to see him continue to kind of build on that, and you would have loved to watch him this year. But – I know exactly what I'm getting. I think he has a pro build to him. Uh, still can be legit from the slot and really, you know, do extremely well there. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Jackson. All right. You guys are GM of your respective teams. Maybe not Chiefs and 49ers, but just your, your NFL team. And your owner tells you you have to draft a quarterback. You have to. And the only two left on the board are either – TCU quarterback Max Duggan or Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett the fourth? Eric Crocker, either Max or Stetson for your team. I think everybody's going to like the, the upside of Duggan. Man, you watch him in that game and you just see him, the toughness, the ability, so much alike. But there's just something about that Stetson Bennett. I like his path. I like his journey. I like, like his play. I like his moxie. I think he has enough athleticism. He makes the right decisions more times than not. It's not sexy. It's not splashy, but he gets the job done. I'm going to go with Stetson. Ryan Tracy, what card do you hand in? The one with Max Duggan's name on it or Stetson Bennett's name on it? I'm assuming I'm picking right after Eric Crocker, so I'm super happy with his decision because I will take Duggan because I feel like he does more with less. I feel like Stetson Bennett obviously had some weapons last year. There's obviously this guy named Bowers that plays in Georgia. Go dogs, by the way. Uh, I like dogs on both ends of the country. So, yep. um, But when it comes to taking a roster, taking what's there, and making some chicken soup out of it, I- I'll take Duggan. Very nice. I think I'll go Duggan, too. Barely. But I like Stetson Bennett. I would have some fun with Stetson Bennett for sure. No doubt. A Heisman finals, but actually both of them. Congratulations to them. One was a walk-on who had – in an unbelievable adventure to get to uh, where he is at Georgia. And the other one, how about this? Max Duggan didn't even start the year as the number one guy at TCU. And he finishes as a Heisman candidate. That's pretty amazing. So congratulations to him. And congratulations to you for making it through this podcast with us. I mean, that's not hard to do. Fun podcast. You should be here with us. And we thank you for making Lockdown NFL Draft your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. For Eric, for Ryan, I'm John. We'll see you next time right here on Lockdown NFL Draft. Let's go.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.